Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And we work with individuals who are in or generally within 10 to 15 years of retirement and those that are clearly in retirement. We do podcast every episode. So if you want to uh, listen to past shows, you can certainly do that. KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com. As I mentioned, we are fiduciary. Everything we do is to educate you, the listener. Hopefully you've listened to the show in the past and, and you, you know that by now. Uh, embracing uncertainty, it's something that, especially with this week's returns, it's something that we spend a lot of time talking about. I think if you don't incorporate uncertainty planning in your portfolio construction, it's going to be a challenge. I think when you look at uh, portfolio construction and the conversations that we're having, uh, it's very important to know that we do incorporate uncertainty planning. And what does that mean? It means uncertainty strategies, strategies that can do well uh, or don't need the market to do well to uh, to perform. So with that being said, if you'd like to have a conversation with myself, you could give Paige a call. Paige is our great assistant. You can reach her at 630-492-1912. 6304921912 so set a time for us to talk this week. I want to thank everybody who continues to reach out. Obviously with the market doing what it did last year, uh, we're very busy and this year it's getting much much busier because uh, January was great and now you see what's happening in the market and the market is coming back to earth and we uh, may test uh, the lows of October of last year. So you want to make sure that you're prepared, especially when you have, you know, I was looking at research this week and two major investment banks and banks, I'm not going to say the names, but they're, you know, them. One said, uh, markets are going to go down 20% this year. The other said the markets are going to go down 26% this year. That's just one opinion. I'm sure we can find many opinions that think the exact opposite, but I want to take that kind of one step further. What are they telling their clients? So if their main strategist for the firm states that the markets are going to go down 20% or more, what are the advisors of the firm telling their clients? I often wonder about that, and I'm certain it's just stay the course, buy and hold, uh, make sure that you know you don't sell and you're okay with losing money, and um, you know just just you can't play defense and all those you know traditional. Uh, portfolio methods, which there are just so many shortcomings of traditional portfolio methods. So I want to make sure that, you know, we talk a lot this week about uh, just kind of the basics. And I thought for the first segment, I'd spend uh, some time uh, letting you know who's reaching out and what those conversations are like. 
and why they're reaching out. Because when somebody calls in and that takes some courage, let's, you know, you don't know me and, you know, calling somebody who's on the radio, uh, I, I think it takes courage. And, and I really uh, hope that I've disarmed uh, some of that concern that you may have because we have such an educational stance and, and, and that's kind of what we'd lead with, but it takes courage. And when you call Paige, you know, generally you call 630-492-1912. That's where most of our weekly calls come in from. Uh, Paige will set a time for us to talk this week. She'll send you a quick uh, risk uh, analysis questionnaire that you can do online. It takes all of, you know, two or three minutes, but it just gives me kind of a starting point. And then when we have the call, uh, the call is so basic and, you know, I generally say, Hey, you know, thanks for reaching out. Um, I don't know if you listen to the show weekly or if you just caught a minute or two of the show, but what prompted you to, you know, uh, reach out. And, and my goal is to keep those calls, those informational calls, very high level. You know, we're not a group that's going to hound you. We're not a group that, is going to tell you what you're doing is wrong. Our job is to just make sure if you want help and you need help that, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to provide you some advice. We're going to share with you what exactly we do. And we're going to share with you why, you know, we think there's many shortcomings of traditional portfolio uh, models. And, you know, if we're in a period of lower returns for longer, advisors are going to have a challenge keeping clients because they're going to get frustrated. So when we have that call, you know, generally last 10, 15 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes if, if, if you'd like to chat. Um, but it's really just purely, you know, what's top of mind for you. What are you doing now? Who are you working with? What's good about them? What's, what don't you like? And um, we'll share a little bit about you or about us as far as, you know, how we look at asset management, you know, we look at asset management and and again, three buckets, as you know, hopefully if you've listened to the show, you know, uh, protection, whether it's protected growth or protected income, uh, or, um, and, uh, growth and then opportunistic growth. And, and then, you know, we'll share with you, you know, uh, we'll send an email, we'll, we'll send some information to you. And if you still have an interest after you review that, then we really kind of dive into the portfolio and we dive into what you're doing. And if you send us your statements or you do a spreadsheet of your holdings, you know, we don't care either way what you do, just get us what you own. Then we're going to give you a complimentary portfolio analysis and it doesn't cost anything. And I'm, if you've talked to me, you know, this, there are so many people now we have a national client base. So we work with investors all over the country but for the radio show, obviously, you know, our reach is, you know, WLS is what it is. We work with a lot of individuals uh, in central Illinois and, you know, in, in uh, southern Wisconsin and certainly the Chicago area, you know, the metro Chicago area. And so we're convinced that we only want to help people that a number, you know, first and foremost want help and B, we can add value that is our job. Our job is to add value. And that value, you know, we talk with clients who have, you know, 15, 20, 30 million dollars and they work with four, five, six, seven advisors and 
they may be happy with two or three of them, but you know, the other two or three they're looking to replace. And, you know, we're not here to say or tell you what the other advisors are doing wrong. We're here to say, well, here's where we could add value. Maybe it's in the private space. Maybe it's in the private investment space, or maybe it's in, you know, our hedge fund or opportunity fund. Um, there's just a lot of different ways that you can work with us. And then we have clients who have, you know, or, you know, people who call in who have 50 to a hundred thousand dollars and, you know, those individuals, we give as much, you know, we put forth as much energy, as much intellectual capital as we do with, you know, the larger investors. We're never going to be a group that doesn't help you um, because you don't have a certain dollar amount. I, I, it, that to me is really what's wrong. One of the things that's wrong with the business, but 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Nineteen twelve. if you want to schedule some time to talk, because our job is to pursue better outcomes, period. And, you know, I think it, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, what is, you know, inevitably everybody says, what is your, you know, what do you think is going to happen in the market this year? And the, re- the reality is nobody knows. I mean, these are very, very challenging times. But what I do know is you have to have a portfolio constructed that can do well, even if the markets aren't. And so, what we find generally is when somebody you know reaches out to us and we do our portfolio review and analysis the investors own two things they own stocks and they own bonds and one of the questions i ask you know is how diversified do you think they are you are and of course everybody thinks they are because you don't do this for a living so when i talk on the radio show about deficiencies in portfolios this isn't me saying that you're doing something wrong. It's the traditional advisor that is doing something wrong. It's the traditional advisor that simply wants to raise money, charge a fee onto the next, raise money, charge a fee onto the next. And and so it's not you, but if you are managing the money on your own, well, I mean, the buck stops with you, right? So, you know, you have to look at yourself and, and you have to look at the decisions that you're making but most people think they're diversified because when they look at their statement, they may see 50 stocks, 75 stocks. They may see 10 mutual funds or 15 uh, in the, uh, ETFs, um, you know, just a lot of different in investments on a piece of paper. But that simply doesn't make you diversified. You own two things. You own stocks and you own bonds. You may own different sectors of those asset classes, but they're going to move in tandem. And my question to you is what happened last year? What happened to your portfolio last year? Did you lose 10%, 15%, 20%, 25%, 30%? Did your safe money lose 15, 20, 30%? And if it did, we should have a conversation. Um, it, it's just, you know, when you look at where the market's going, and that goes back to what I was you know saying here a minute ago is, you know, I'm asked, you know, what do you think, where do you think the market's going to go? And, and I mean, if you're asking me to pin me down, I think the market will be, you know, plus or minus 10% this year. Um, you know, I could see maybe, you know, low double digits. I could see a case, you know, for, you know, negative, uh, sing, high single digits. And so much is dependent upon, you know, the Fed. So much is dependent upon, um, you know, we're talking, you know, hard landing, soft landing, medium landing. Maybe we'll land. Maybe we won't land. I mean, good night. I mean, it's enough to drive you crazy. But I have to go back to, what do you own? What margin of safety do you have in your portfolio? If you have, you know, significant means, 10 million, 15 million, 20 million, $30 million of investable assets, you know, 
is it a strategy? Do you have any private equity? Do you have, you know, a hedge fund type strategy? Well, if you don't, why? Um, You know, if you have a couple hundred thousand dollars, what's your income plan? Do you have income maximization? Do you have a way to make sure that, you know, you can grow your income no matter what happens in the market? So those are the questions that we're going to uncover in the first call. And I think we'll talk a lot about the basics this week. Uh, A couple things on rates Um, for those that are looking for protection. Um, there's some very strong p- principal protected bank notes. Uh, those principal protected bank notes are offered by all the big banks. I mean, you can, it, it's the banks you drive past and those rates currently are, Oh, what are we looking at right now? So anywhere from five to 7% a year, um, up to, you know, like 16 to 18% for two years. So strong, not, not bad, right? Uh, good for short-term money um, that you may need access to. If you have IRA money that you want to protect or maybe some long-term money, the, the, uh, the, the strategies on the protected growth side are still uh, up to 15% of the S&P 500 currently. Uh, those strategies are 100% principal protected. Uh, clearly, a lot of people are gravitating to those as kind of a fixed income alternative or a fixed income kind of repair strategy. If you lost money last year, uh, there's a good chance that this might make up that money uh, much faster, those losses rather much faster. So 15% of the S&P 500, 100% principal protected gains are locked in each year. And then, as you know, uh, on our growth side, um, you know, we have access in, in a partnership with, uh, with a large institutional manager that, you know, their four models, we call them our core four, uh, all rank within the top 4% of uh, investors, investment management strategies. So one in the top one, one in the top two, and the other in the top 5%. So uh, all individual stocks, if you own mutual funds and you have over $100,000, please call, please, please, please. Let's have a conversation, especially if it's in a taxable account. As you know, as I've said over and over again on the radio, the average growth fund loses, you know, it's a reported 2% a year to taxes. So, you know, mutual funds and uh, ETFs or index strategies for over $100,000, there's a better way. So it's, uh, you know, we definitely want to share kind of our process. Again, as you know, it's fact over feelings. We believe in a data-driven process. It's certainly the best way to Uh, we believe, to approach portfolio construction. So with that said, uh, we're going to get the basics the rest of the show. If you want to have a conversation with myself this week, please call page 972, well, I should give you the area code, 630-492-1912, or visit the website. I'm so thankful um, for listeners in, in the podcast and the number of downloads that we're getting. I don't know if it's because we're talking more, I'm educating better. I have no clue why. Uh, maybe I'm just lucky, but it means that we're, we're getting our message out. So KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com, and you can podcast all of the shows. So more after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. 
To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to provide better outcomes for our clients. A couple ways to get in touch with us. Uh, Give us a call. I'll give Paige a call. She'll set a time for us to talk this week. 630-492-1912-630-492-1912. Visit the website, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. You know, we, we often talk, you know, about the deficiencies in this industry, and there are so many. I mean, we could spend hours and hours and hours talking about them, but many of them don't come to the forefront until we have a year like last year. And it's a challenge. I was talking with a client this week, somebody in their mid-80s, and, you know, this client had 600,000, a little over a half million dollars actually. And it was a very balanced portfolio because, you know, that's code word. When you hear balanced portfolio, that's code word for, I really have no strategy. Um, because you know, what does balanced mean? Uh, you know, pre 2022 balanced meant that, well, I have a balanced portfolio. I have equities and I have bonds. Okay. So what is that supposed to do? Well, when the markets go down, my equities go down, bonds are supposed to hold up the portfolio. Well, in a lot of cases, bonds lost more money than equities did last year. And, And I can't tell you how many people I've talked with who said, that I just didn't know bonds could go down. And and my answer to them is, well, that's not your fault. That's your advisor's fault. That's your advisor's fault for not sharing with you exactly what could happen in something that was so telegraphed by the Fed in late 2000, well, really summer of 2021 in through the end of the year. And um, so, you know, this client had, again, you know, not a huge client, not a huge, well, a potential client, um, and you know, half million dollars and, and they lost, I was shocked. I mean, they lost 25% last year and not only did they lose money in equities, but they lost about 18% in their bond money and people are just shell shocked. And, you know, we've become so accustomed to, um, just expecting, you know, every downturn to come, you know, for the markets to come roaring back. I mean, there are so many people that have never experienced a low growth environment of two years, five years, seven years, 10 years. I mean, all you have to do is go back to, you know, the beginning of, of the, of 2000 and it took you, I mean, you know, it was the lost decade. And and what does the lost decade mean? It was for the first time money markets didn't, you didn't make money in the S and P 500 for 10 years. Yet there was so much volatility, you know, during that period. But, you know, if we've talked, you know, I often, you know, quote the statistic that if you had bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years to get back to even. There are so many investors that today, um, they just totally expect, the norm to be 15 to 18%. Because when you look at 2009 to 2021, that's really what happened. And so what I ask people when, when we talk, um, you know, everybody has a good pitch. 
everybody has a good pitch. Everybody has a good story. I can't tell you the stories of, well, you know, this group says that they have indicators that are going to get us out when the markets, you know, are going down and then back in and they show you, you know, 25 years worth of data of never losing money. And in 2008, ridiculous rates of return. Well, I have news for you. Well, on paper, it works fantastic in the real world. Absolutely, positively not. I have tons of new clients over the last few years that could vouch for that. So everybody has a pitch. But when you look at, you know, kind of, you know, portfolio construction and uncertainty planning, you know, you have to make sure that you have strategies in place that can do well when the markets don't. So we often don't talk about our opportunistic strategy. It's our opportunistic growth strategy. We kind of run two forms of it. Um, The first form is in the form of a hedge fund. So if you have a million dollars with our firm or your net worth, not including your house is uh, 2.1 million, then you can invest in it. It's a $250,000 minimum investment, but it's a strategy that we can go long the market. We can go short the market. We can leverage the strategy. And, and of course we have, you know, models that, that we run with inside of there. Um, and if you don't have, you know, meet those requirements, we can run a version of our opportunistic strategy for as little as $50,000. And, you know, so when we look at, you know, going back to the lost decade, what I want to ask you is what's your portfolio's margin of safety? I mean, think about that. What is your portfolio's margin of safety? What has to happen before your financial plan doesn't work anymore or your you know, investment goals and objectives on an annual return as far as growth just aren't being met? What's your margin of safety? And, and unfortunately, I don't think people know that. And, you know, because my, you know, I said earlier, I think we could be up 10 or down 10 uh, this year and probably doesn't help you. But anybody who tells you they know what is going to happen in this market, you know, they're probably not being, you know, very honest because nobody does. But again, there's going to be a lot of people that make good calls one time and they're going to live off them. They're going to raise a bunch of money for a few years and people are going to realize that, you know, it's more marketing than money management. But what happens to your portfolio if we have a low growth environment for the next two to three to four to five years? I mean, what does that do to you? And, you know, those are the things that ultimately, you know, we want to make sure that we're guarding against. Because, you know, a few of the things that we often talk about are, you know, try not to lose money or try to mitigate your losses. I think, you know, I think Warren Buffett, you know, the CEO of Berkshire Hathaway has been quoted as saying, you know, number one rule of investing is never lose money. Rule number two is, you know, never forget rule number one. Now, I don't know if he said it, but it's reported obviously all over the place that he did. But I think we uh, are hardwired as humans to seek security and make sure that as we're getting older, the need for that uh, security continues to grow. And when you look at kind of your retirement, one of the questions that I want to ask is how do you achieve financial security in retirement? You know, because not only does retirement uh, or does your retirement nest egg have to be large enough ultimately to support the income that you need after you stop working, it also must be protected from major market losses, at least some of your money. 
And, you know, those strategies exist today. I know we talk an awful lot about, you know, the current growth uh, protected strategy. The rate is 15% of the S&P. I mean, think about that. Here's a strategy that you can't lose money. Gains are locked in each year, never to go back down. And currently, they're giving you for the first year 15% of the growth of the S&P 500. Well, that may make some sense to have an allocation to. It may only be 20%, 30%, 40%, but it goes back to kind of that protection strategy. Let's talk about the strategies inside of your portfolio that are geared to do well when the markets don't do well or are geared to, you know, if we have a period of low growth for five years, seven years, maybe even 10 years. I mean, just go back to 09 to 21. Let's let's rehash, you know, or, or revisit, you know, what was going on at that time. No interest rates were zero. Stimulus was off the charts. Growth, I mean, at all cost was all anybody thought about. There was nowhere to get any kind of yield. So everybody was was uh, hiding out in equities. And you know, look at where we're at today. I mean, well, I mean, interest rates were, were zero then as well. Look at where we're at today. It's almost the exact opposite. Stimulus is not there. Interest rates are staying higher for longer, may continue to go up more than we anticipated. And I mean, growth is slowing, but, but that's okay. That's okay if your portfolio is constructed to manage that through that type of a scenario. So if you want to make sure if yours is, uh, again, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, call page, set a time for us to talk. So back to your retirement nest egg. I mean, it needs to be large enough to support the income that you have. Inflation, is it lower or is it higher? I mean, simple question, right? I mean, even when inflation was non-existent, we still knew that, I call it the retirement inflation, those that are in retirement, I mean, their inflation was, you know, still six, seven, eight, nine percent. We'll add on top of that today, another, you know, 6% or 7% for everybody. I mean, can your retirement income, can your nest egg produce the same amount of cash today as you're going to need to keep your same purchasing power three years, five years, seven years, 10 years, 30 years, you know, down the road. So those are the, the conversations that, that we must have. So if your investment portfolio lacks the element of safety for some of your money, whether it's growth or whether it's income, you know, things could be at risk. And we want to make sure that, um, you know, you have, you know, those strategies uh, in place. I mean, the insurance companies and the banks, I mean, they're offering, you know, phenomenal strategies in, you know, you don't like an insurance company. Okay, fine. Well, let's look at the bank offering or you don't like the bank. Fine. Let's look at the insurance company offering. There are some great ways. Again, I often say this, we hedge every area of our life. If you have life insurance, you're hedging the unknown car insurance, uh, uh, homeowners insurance. I mean, it's just, the list goes on and on and on how we're protecting, protecting against loss, protecting against the unknown. But yet when it comes to your portfolio, you have no protection in place. And, and that would be my very first question. If you don't know what the protection in your portfolio is, uh, you probably need to give us a call because your advisor, well, you probably don't have any, um, and, and that's just not okay. So 630-492-1912. Um, you know, another you know topic that we often talk about, because again, this show, we're getting back to the basics. Diversification 
does not equal safety. A great question to ask an advisor or ask yourself if you're managing the money, what is your risk management strategy? How do you manage risk? Mr. Mrs. Advisor, you're managing my money. How are we managing risk? How are we managing against a 10%, 15%, 20%, 30% correction in the market? You're going to get, you know, a couple answers. Number one, asset allocation or diversification. And then number two, time, you know, that that's what they're going to say. We can't time the market and ultimately long-term it's going to be fine. Well, my answer to you is, well, then why am I paying you? Because I can go and construct a group of mutual funds or a group of ETFs or, you know, a market-based strategy that simply tracks the market up and down, save that, you know, one to 2% fee a year in over 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Those are real dollars. So, and, and then when it comes to asset allocation, you know, we talked about it before. Are you really allocated or you just own a lot of the same stuff? So we'll dive into, you know, diversification does not equal safety when we come back in the next segment. Uh, but again, uh, this is Robert Kuhn. And if you want to have a conversation with me this week, give Paige a call. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Or visit the website KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, you're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm your host, Robert Kuhn, president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners, independent registered investment advisory firm, and we are a fiduciary. You know, you can be both a bull and a bear at the same time. I meant to say that last segment multiple times, but I just didn't. Um, I think that's a great differentiator in, in kind of what we're doing. You know, obviously our goal is to identify your biggest risks and make sure that we're actively managing and hedging against those risks. It may be income. It may be lack of growth. It may be, you know, a larger legacy. I mean, our job as advisors, and I know we talked about it at the end of last segment, uh, when it comes to, you know, hedging most areas of our life, car insurance, auto, uh, homeowners insurance, rental insurance, life insurance, health insurance, et cetera. Um, well, our job, for your portfolio, because most people don't have a hedge inside of their portfolio, especially kind of the $5 million and under investor, you're just really at the mercy of the market. Even though people say, we have signals, we have cracked the algorithm code that tells us exactly when to get in and exactly when to get out. I mean, that's garbage. And, you know, here's what I would recommend for that type of a pitch, if that's the pitch you're being told, okay, cool. Show me a real statement. Show me a real client. Show me one, three, five, seven, ten 10 years of, of this happening. I don't care about a marketing piece. I don't care about, you know, a back tested piece. Show me a real client and they can, you know, star out or black out the client's name and they can show you a statement. Uh, and if you can't be shown, then it's not a strategy I would ever put my money in. And you probably have a good idea that it's more 
marketing than it is actual money management. So I guess I got down that little tangent by saying you can be both a bull and a bear, but I think you can. I mean, I think you can, you know, when when it comes to hedging, our job is to identify your biggest risks and make sure that we're actively hedging against those. And if you don't have that plan in place, um, give us a call. We'd love to share with you how we could help, what we could do, what our hedging strategies uh, are, and uh, see if we, uh, you know, could be a good fit or a good complement to what you're doing. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Call Paige and she will set a time for us to talk this week. So, uh, or visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Because I, I think when it comes to retirement strategies, it really comes down to two words, taxes and savings, right? And, but, you know, there are so much more to consider than just taxes and savings. And, you know, when we look at kind of tax planning and if you have mutual funds and your account's over a hundred thousand dollars, it's, you know, you need to understand that they're not customizable, they're not transparent, and they're just generally not tax efficient. You know, the average growth fund that's reported loses 2% a year to taxes. So again, real easy. Look at your portfolio. If you own index funds or if you own mutual funds and you have more than $100,000, you may have 5 million, you may have 10 million, you may have 1 million, you may have 100,000, whatever that number is. But if it's over 100,000 and you own mutual funds or ETFs, you could do that on your own and save the advisory fee. Pay somebody to do a financial plan once a year and save the advisory fee. Now, I don't think that's you know the way that you should manage money, but if that is your portfolio, let's certainly you know have a conversation. Six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve. So, okay, so we talked about Warren Buffett. You know, it's reported that he said uh, never lose money is the number one rule of investing, and number two rule is never forget rule number one. And there are strategies that can protect your principal. And we do have clients that want to overweight those types of strategies. You know, the protected growth strategy right now is really just has three components. It's principal protected. So your worst year is zero. Uh, any gain you get in a given year, it's locked in. So never to go back down in future down markets. And uh, the current growth for at least the you know right now is 15% of the S&P 500. Well, there's a way not to lose money. Now it's not FDIC insured, but it's backed by the institution uh, offering it just like, you know, uh, if it was a bank note or, or something like that. So those strategies exist. Now, I don't think putting 100% of one's money is appropriate for that. I like a blend of protection and growth and opportunistic growth. Uh, a couple things that I want to make sure that we're uh, in the private space. If you have over uh, portfolio over $3 million. Um, I'm, I'm probably pretty certain that you're lacking when it comes to private equity. Um, you know, private equity can be a phenomenal addition and diversifier to a portfolio, given the correlation generally is not uh, to the S&P 500. So if you have over $3 million, we have a private equity strategy, private equity-like strategy um, that um, we need to have a conversation about. It's uh, a very interesting in, in its simplicity, um, but also very you know um, appealing in, in the potential growth um, 
that it could give. So th- over three million, let's have a conversation on a private equity strategy that we're working on over the next you know th- two to three weeks. Uh, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Because if you have, you know, any money really, but, you know, especially if we're in a, a flat to sideways market, it's going to be very, very necessary to have strategies that can still drive returns that aren't dependent upon uh, the stock market. So, you know, again, over three million, um, you know, over the next couple of weeks, you know, let's have a conversation, 630-492-1912, and we'll share that with you. So let's get back to diversification. Again, diversification does not equal safety. I think it's one of the biggest fallacies that uh, people have. I think, again, when we look at portfolio construction, modern portfolio theory, all these fancy words of, you know, uh, modern portfolio theory. That's another thing, right? It was, you know, created in the fifties. I mean, what today is modern about, uh, really anything that was, you know, five years old, but certainly in the fifties, I mean, you know, the markets were totally different. So when I hear advisors lean on, you know, modern portfolio theory, I, I get concerned. Okay. So let's get back to diversification does not equal safety. I know I was uh, going down a kind of a different path, but I'll, uh, we'll get with the diversification, but again, it's good to be diversified. What you think diversification is, is probably a little bit different than what I think diversification is, but it's not a bad strategy, but we have to own, you can't look at your statement and the number of investments and think you're diversified. How, I mean, do you have private equity? Do you have hedge funds? Do you have long, short strategies? Do you have absolute return strategies? Do you have any momentum strategies? Do you have, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. Um, So if you are diversified, it does not mean your investment portfolio and retirement income will be safe or protected from market volatility. And that's a very big deal. And it's, it just, this is the real world when it comes to investing. When the dot-com bubble burst in 2000 and then was immediately followed by 9-11, the market was down for three years in a row. It took six to seven years, depending upon how you're factoring in, you know, getting back to even, but to recover from those losses. I mean, think about that, six to seven years. And I mean, that could easily happen, you know, today. I don't know if it will. Nobody knows if it will. But when you have a portfolio that's constructed correctly, it has different return drivers. Think about that. What I mean by that is, I mean, you know, if you golf, I know it's a corny analogy, right? But are you playing every hole? Are you playing, you know, uh, the the 18 uh, holes with just a putter and a driver? I mean, a lot of times that's how people are investing. You have a putter and you have a driver. Well, that's not diversification. You need all the clubs because there's specialty clubs, right? There's the sandwich, there's the lob wedge. I mean, there's, I mean, it's just, you get the point, but the chances of us staying lower for longer or are being, or being range bound are very high. And and if you have a buy and hold strategy and we're trading this range of, you know, 500 points on, you know, the S and P 500 or 700 points on the S and P 500. It, it's just going to be this little roller mini roller coaster. We're up, we're down, we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down, but yet we don't get further ahead. So 
you have to go back to 2000. You have to go back to the fact that, you know, if you bought Microsoft in 2000, it took 16 years to get back to even. So yeah, you look at, we had a bad few years in 2000. Then, you know, what happened? Well, we got hit by a stock market collapse in 2008. You know, do I think that that's going to happen now? No, I, I personally don't. Uh, I don't think that's in the cards. I think banks are healthy. I think, you know, insurance companies are healthy. I think that, you know, I'm not worried about what we went through in 2008 happening today. I am worried kind of geopolitically, though. I am worried that, you know, there are issues, you know, throughout the world that we have to be very cognizant of and, and, and kind of keep me up at night. So, you know, risk can be replaced, you know, and it's it's like I hear a lot of people say, um, you know, well, I'm going to wait for the market to come back and then I'll get in. Well, we know that as humans, that may make you feel good and that may make, you know, make sounds like it makes sense to you. But the challenge is what? Well, you're missing returns. And then when the markets make you feel good, well, they're already up five to 7%. Or I talk with a lot of people that, and first and foremost, it's your money. When you talk with us as a group, we'll never, ever tell you what you sh- you know should or shouldn't do with your money. All we're going to do is advise. Um, but we have a lot of people that say, well, I just don't want to lose money. I want to put my money in CDs. Well, okay, let's dissect that. Well, you're certainly protecting against the loss of your principal on a statement, but is it keeping up with inflation? Is it keeping up with potential future purchasing power that you're ultimately going to need to increase because of what is going on with inflation? So you're really just trading risks. You're trading, you know, it's kind of like which risk do you want is going to be the most painful and you're going to, um, you know, is it the fact that you don't want to see on paper your statement go down because you're not feeling necessarily if the markets drop 20% or 30% or 10% or whatever that number is, you don't see a negative statement, but yet long-term you're really just eroding, you know, potentially your, your, your purchasing power, depending upon obviously what happens with inflation. But I think most people think inflation is here, you know, for, for much longer, it's going to stay much higher. I think interest rates are going to stay much higher, much longer. I think we're going up more than people think. Um, and that's, you know, kind of a challenge. So you don't want to just trade risks. You want to construct a portfolio that has different return drivers that can still do well, hopefully in all markets environments, but we got hit in 08. And then, you know, if you think about this investors that started taking 7% income in, in 2000, if they didn't adjust their spending, they didn't have any more money in in 2008, by the end of 2008. I mean, think about that. If now 7% is a high withdrawal rate in any environment, but you know, you come off the the late nineties and you know, I mean, it was kind of the go-go years, but let's, some people need 7%. And if you started taking 7% in 2000, Ultimately, you had no money by the end of 2008. And so those are the things that it's so important that we make sure that you're learning from the mistakes of past markets. And so that's kind of, you know, something that is our mantra and that we're going to make sure that we're going to do. So when we get back, we're going to talk about the loss recovery chart. Um, we'll, we'll fill you in on kind of what we see there. Um, my name is Robert Kuhn. If you want to have a conversation with us, 
uh, this week, call Paige. Uh, Paige will set a time for us to talk. You can call her at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique, and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, you're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn, I'm the president, founder, and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are a registered investment advisory firm, and yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to make sure that we're trying to pursue better outcomes for our clients. And generally that means make more when the markets are going up and lose less when the markets are going down. I subscribe to the philosophy that the way you beat the market is you lose less when the markets are going down. Simple math, if we lose less, that's less gains we need to recoup those losses before we truly start compounding our assets again. Our job is to make sure that we are incorporating uncertainty planning in your portfolio construction. What does that mean? We want strategies that can do well when the markets don't. Strategies that can do well that don't need the markets to do well uh, to make sure that they're delivering returns. So we can help overcome the shortcomings of traditional portfolio methods. I see it over and over again. Um, and, and again, our job is to identify what your biggest risks are. That to me is something we take very seriously. If we can identify what your biggest risks are for some people, it may be turning 10 million into 20 million or 20 million into 40 million. Clearly, you know, that to some people, it's a risk. Other people, it may be making sure that I have a retirement income paycheck that is going to keep up with inflation or, I want to make sure that I have a legacy that I can pass on or I want whatever that risk is. Everybody is is totally different. Uh, we like to say, as if you've listened to the show, you know this, um, but we think wealth is individualized. I have clients that will say, I feel poor, I have 10 million. I have clients that say, I feel rich, I have 250,000. And you know what? They could be both right because who am I to tell you what makes you think that you're poor or you're rich? My job is to say whatever you have, I look at it as a good sum of money. I think you're rich. And and I hear over and over again from people, well, I don't have a lot. And, and don't feel that way because, you know, what is a lot? I mean, a lot to you is may not be a lot to me or vice versa. So whatever you have, our job is to make sure that we are identifying what the, you know, the biggest risks are to whatever you're trying to accomplish with that money. And then our job is to hedge away those risks to the greatest extent that we can. And then ultimately we think we're going to have a lot of happy clients, which we believe that we do. And we're here to make sure that if you don't have that clarity of purpose that we provide it for you. So Give Paige a call this week, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Set a time to, uh, to talk with myself this week or visit the website. You can schedule a meeting there as well, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. So we talked about uh, a couple, you know, really, we wanted to get back to the basics this show. 
And, you know, obviously basic number one is try to lose less, try not to lose money. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, and you know, that's rule number one of investing, right. And, and don't, for, you know, rule number two, don't forget rule number one. The reality is that uh, losing money a lot of times, unless you have a protected strategy out there, which there, there are great ones, but if you have market exposure, um, you may have some volatility. So our philosophy is let's lose less. If we can lose less, in years like 2000, 2001, 2002, 2008, 2018, 2022, if we can lose less than what the markets do, ultimately then we think we're gonna make more uh, because it's just, you know, we're not having to uh, have, you know, take our gains or so much of our gains just to ultimately get back to even. We're actually compounding your money, which I think is the job of, of an advisor. I mean, that, that's our job is to compound your uh, investments. Diversification, again, you, you know, diversification does not equal safety. Um, you can't think you're diversified just because you have a bunch of investments on your statement. Uh, we want to make sure that you're owning, you know, different asset classes, different strategies. Um, again, you know, we're, we are working on a private equity strategy currently over $3 million. If you have a net worth of $3 million, not including your house, um, it could pay real strong dividends to look at strategies like a private equity strategy that can deliver results that aren't dependent upon the market. If we are in a flat to sideways market or a down market, uh, it'd be nice to have 10, 15, 20% of your money that, um, you know, isn't dependent upon the market to do well. So, uh, give us a call. We certainly want to have uh, some time. It's uh, not a huge raise. Um, but, uh, you know, I think we have two or three weeks and, and then we'll shut it down. So 630-492-1912, uh, 630-492-1912, if you want to uh, have a conversation about that as well. And, uh, okay. So, uh, diversification and then let's look at the safety chart. I call it the safety chart. Um, if the, you know, it's, it's again, wall street, all they want you to do is think about fees. They want you to think about fees, don't pay anything, and don't think that you can play defense. That's it. That way you can just stay the course, pay the fees that you don't think you're paying, and they make you think that you're not smart enough to ultimately play defense. Well, we're here to tell you that uh, that's just not the case. And we think we need to do a better job of explaining exactly what what gains are required if you lose money, because that could have the greatest impact of your, you know, in the successful or the longevity of your assets, right? I mean, if you look at retirement today, I mean, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years in retirement and a nest egg that you think may seem like a lot now, I mean, with inflation, what's it going to look like in three to five years? What's it going to look like in 10 years? What if we go through, you know, a period of no growth or low growth? I mean, what happens? And so, we love our loss recovery chart. It's a really quick and easy way that shows you if the markets go down, here's what's needed to get back to even. Because most people think if the market goes down 50% and it comes back 50%, most people think, well, you've made all your money back and we're back to even. Well, mathematically that tells us, you know, the math tells us that that's wrong and that's not the case. So when you look at, um, you know, having to, what gains are required ultimately to get back to even. I mean, if you're down 10%, well, it's not too big of a deal. It's only 11% to get back to even. Okay, fine. Uh, if you're down 20%, well, it's 25% just to get back to even. 
If you're down 30%, which a lot of people were last year, a lot of fixed income strategies were down 30% or more last year. Goodness, it could take forever for those to come back. Um, But if you're down 30%, it's 43% just to get back to even. Uh, You're down 40%, 67% just to get back to even. And, you know, when you look at where the market is today, and if we're in a low growth environment, again, I always come back to that chart. It's one of the guiding principles that I have that I share, you know, when I'm managing money and, and, and looking at kind of portfolio construction. I mean, Microsoft, you bought it in 2000, took you 16 years just to get back to even. We can't let that happen. So if you're 25 or 30 year old investor, you probably have time to wait it out. Now, I don't think you should expose yourself to those types of losses. I think you should have strategies in place that, you know, can do well when the markets don't do well. I mean, again, hedge, what's your hedge? What's your hedge? I want you to really think about that. If you think about nothing else today, or you forget everything I said, I want you to walk away with what's your hedge inside your portfolio. Uh, If you can't answer that, let's have a conversation. Call page 630-492-1912-630-492-1912. But if you're 25 to 30 years old, you probably have time to wait it out because you may not need need that money for another 40, 50 years. However, we know the overall trend of our stock market is up over the long term. But what does 100 years worth of data, 50 years worth of data, 25 years worth of data mean to somebody who's in their 50s or their 60s? I mean, to me, it, it you know, when an advisor tells you, um, you know, lays a chart down and says, you know, over time, we're going to be fine. It's ultimately going to come back. You know, that's probably not a good enough answer for me. And there are firms out there that make a living on convincing people that they can't play defense and you have to stay invested. It's the only thing to do. And it's just, you know, time in the market. Well, you better hope that we're in a good period of time where you better hope that, you know, we're not in a a 2000 to 2009 where, you know, we have, you know, another lost decade, because if you have traditional portfolio management or construction portfolio construction, rather, you could have stress that is probably not needed. And when you retire, it's not the time to be feeling that even if you have a few million dollars or you have $10 million. I mean, it's, it's still not the time. I mean, I see larger pools of money that are invested like they have a hundred thousand or 200,000. And, you know, it's just, you know, the more money you have, the more opportunity you have to have additional strategies. And as you know, we work with everybody. So our job, when you have a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand or a half million dollars, is try to mimic the strategies that, uh, to the best of our ability, that the larger pools of money can 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 have access to. And the beautiful thing is, is you can do that today with technology. Those strategies exist. So, yes, the trend is up. However, if you're 50, 60, 70 years old, do you have time to wait? That's the difference between someone in their 20s or 30s or 40s and somebody who's 55 or 60 or older. The time to recover, the time to recover from that loss. So, you know, those are the things that ultimately we want to have conversations with. We know the importance of protecting your hard-earned money. Um, it, it, it really is just something that we think that investors, you know, earn a reasonable rate of return that we protect on the downside 
And ultimately, you know, we think that that's how you beat the market long term. So, of course, we do financial planning. I know this show was, you know, we didn't really get into too many exciting topics. I wanted to kind of go back to the basics. If you want some of the exciting topics, again, go to KCP, uh, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. We do podcasts every, every you know, show. And um, again, over $3 million, given that we've got a couple weeks, two to three weeks to uh, before we close a private equity type strategy. Uh, over $3 million, give us a call this week. We'll uh, get the information out to you and see if it could be a good uh, component to, or complement rather, to kind of what you're doing currently. Um, and again, you know, we want to work with every investor. We want to help every investor. And, and we think that um, we're going to, you know, if we stick to the simple facts of facts over feelings, data-driven process, identifying what your greatest risk is and trying to make sure that we hedge against that happening. Uh, we think we're going to be able to deliver a successful plan, you know, today, tomorrow, and then, you know, into the future. So if you want to have a conversation with us this week, give Paige a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. I look forward to being back with you next week. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuhncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.